This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into some of the Sunday games. Uh, 1 p.m., Tampa favored by three and a half, minus 185 at Cleveland. Browns plus 150 over under 43 and a half. Um, I like where Tampa is sitting right now only because their division is so weak. And so I think the three and a half is, is kind of generous. I, I don't know what the weather looks like for Cleveland. If you get a little bit colder with the lake effect, that will affect Tom Brady's ability to throw. The running game is starting to come along, but there hasn't been the trend so much as it has, like, hey, the last game, the running game looked good. So a three and a half I, normally would be a small number, but I think Tampa covers. But watch out for the weather. Nick Chubb may be able to be a workhorse and keep that ball in possession of time with the Browns. You just basically hit on everything that I was going to say about this game, and I will give you a little weather report for this game. 20-mile-an-hour winds, 90% chance of rain. So you're spot on that I think both of these teams are going to try and run the ball. Tampa Bay is going to try and pick up uh, where they left off with establishing their rush uh, in their two weeks ago against Seattle. Uh, they're coming off of a bye. So I do like the spot for the Bucks coming into this game. But I think my play for this one would be on the under just because of the yeah. weather. Both of these teams, I mean, their, their secondary is probably – going to have a little bit more success for both teams this year just for the footing of wide receivers if it is uh rainy and windy and cold all of that kind of comes into play so i think both teams keep the ball on the ground here try and run it a ton and then with the wind and, and rain and everything whipping off lake erie like it could just be a really tough atmosphere to move the ball downfield in. so i i do like your play on the bucks i would definitely lean towards that way but uh, i would take the under here um just because of the weather. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think there are two things that are play that that jump out at me. One is when Tom Brady comes to town for the fan base, the opposing fan base, it's like beating the Yankees or the Lakers or Golden State, you know, coming to town. So it just seems like the energy goes to another level. Plus, as you mentioned with the weather, if it's 90% chance it's going to rain, then it means it's going to rain, especially on the lake. Yep. It's a matter of whether it's going to be freezing rain or not. And that plays into the the Cleveland uh, Cleveland game plan. But at the same time, I don't know if Joe, Jacoby Brissett is going to be able to, you know, be a, a, an X factor in this game. You know, Nick Chubb is going to be the concentration. So if they can hold the ball a little bit longer, that, you'll see a lot of ball holding going on. And mm -hmm. so I'm with you right there on that under at 43. I would love to see a little bit of juice there. You know, can I get a little half hook somewhere in there so that way I can feel a little bit better? Because if it if it's a 27-16 game, yes, you know, like yes, they cover the spread if the if if uh if the Bucks win, but it hits right at that 43 number. So maybe over the next day, a few hours, you know, later today, you might see that line move by a half point, and maybe that's why it's stuck at a whole number. All right, Cincinnati favored by two and a half, minus 145 at Tennessee, Titans plus 120. The over-under at 43 and a half. I know when we discussed this game yesterday, both of us are leaning towards the Titans, not only to cover, but the money line as well. Mm -hmm. Tell me why you think the Titans are, are, are the team to look at on, on all sides of the ledger. Well, if you just look at the spot for them right here at home, 
uh, coming off of an extended week because they played the Packers on Thursday night football last week. So a little extra time to uh, rest, recover, and prep for the Bengals. Um, and a good revenge game for the Titans too. So maybe a little bit extra motivation. I always like to take some of those more intangible things into account when looking at these games because Cincinnati knocked Tennessee out of the playoffs last year. So overall, what I've seen from the Titans this year, a very consistent team week in, week out. Mike Vrabel gets his guys ready for these types of games. Um, Derrick Henry, it's hard to stop him. No one's really been able to do that all that well this year. Ryan Tannehill kind of torched the Packers secondary uh, last week. And the Titans have a good red zone offense, good red zone defense. So I mean, Joe Burrow, fantastic quarterback. He's got some weapons around him. But Bengals are also a little banged up with Jamar Chase out. Joe Mixon uh, might not be ready to go. So I, I think based on the spot, some of the um, the injuries for the Bengals and then just the way that the Titans have been consistent throughout the year makes me lean towards them covering and on the money line. Yeah, I'm with you. I think they exercised uh, the Titans, exercised the demon when they went to Green Bay and won in prime time because the last time they went to Green Bay in prime time, they got a 40-burger put on them. So Derrick Henry, whose prop last week was to go over 99 and a half, and it was only like maybe plus 100 money, so it was virtually almost even money. So that tells you that there's confidence that Derrick Henry will eat up yards on the ground. Ryan Tannehill was able to do it with the receiving core that, you know, look, if you went on a game show and they told you you'd win $5,000 if you could name all of them, that's that's probably a tough final portion of the game show. Yeah, for so, sure. So it fits right into Mike Vrabel's wheelhouse of, hey – this team doesn't need any big names outside of Derrick Henry to feel like they can get it done. Their front seven is absolutely amazing. So I'm with you. I like them on the money line, plus to cover the spread. And I'd even probably look at the under just in the domination that they might be able to do. All right, Denver favored by two, minus 130 at Carolina. Panthers plus 110, over under 36. I think the over under number tells you what everybody thinks of this game. A high school game may be more exciting to watch than this. Uh, Sam Darnold is now at quarterback. Uh, Russell Wilson is still trying to figure out his struggling pains. Nathaniel Hackett has given up the offensive play calling and has turned it over to his offensive coordinator, right? And so this is one of those games where Carolina, you lose, you just get closer to finding your quarterback in the draft. If Denver loses, is Nathaniel Hackett over his skis? What is there a play that you see in this game? This is such an ugly game. I don't yeah. want to really play anything in it, but when you look at the total and it's that low, I think you have to take the under in it. I would almost even look for a first half under. I believe that line is at like 10 and a half. I just don't know how either of these offenses are going to score. Sam Darnold coming in, uh, he hasn't started a game in since 2021, uh, January yeah. of 2021, I believe. So you're asking uh, a player to come in and – run this offense when he he wasn't the um, starter for the season. I mean, he just hasn't been playing. Like, that's just hard for a quarterback to do. And then it's Sam Darnold on top of that. Like, not a terrible quarterback, but not the most skilled player out there. Uh, and then uh, with the Broncos, their offense is just a mess. 
with Nathaniel Hackett handing over play calling duties, like it didn't look much better last week with the offensive coordinator calling them. I think Nathaniel Hackett's job is uh, on the line if he can't hack it this weekend. So I would stay away from this game or take the under. Yeah, you like what I did there? That was good. I I saw what you did there. You pulled out the hatchet, you know. Um, Yeah, I'm actually feeling for the people who are – who have demanded to have this game viewed all the way through in the Carolina market and in Denver, who they can't get switched out of. It's like, you know, it's like their eyelids are being open, open, just kept open at Guantanamo Bay. Uh, Atlanta at Washington, Washington favored by four minus 200 Falcons plus 165 over under 41. The total is down two points from 43. And I think it's because of the, the, the commander's defense. They're playing with, a, they're playing with a lot of moxie right now. And so, this is a team that I say watch out for. They've clearly said that Carson Wentz is not going to be the guy moving forward, barring injury to Taylor Heineke. Uh, the defense has started to pick up its its identity that it's had in the past. You know, uh, Taylor, uh, I'm sorry, not Taylor Heineke, but um, Terry McLaurin is just such an underrated receiver because the commanders are such an under-the-radar team. I think this is a game where they pull their head from underneath and start making that last spot in the wild card almost theirs to lose. I love the commanders here. I don't like them. Well, I'll still take them at minus four. And I I have, I would much prefer it. Uh, I mean, that goes over the the key number of three. Um, But Atlanta likes to run the ball. They're good at running the ball, top 10 team in rushing, but they're facing a Washington defense that I believe is also a top five, 10 team uh, in their run defense. And that's going to be a problem for Atlanta because when they've been able to score a bunch this season, that's all been against bottom tier defenses. And that's not what we've been seeing out of Washington over these last three or four games on the offensive end. Taylor Heineke, he's been great. I mean, they've won five of their last six. They're four and one with Heineke under center. And so I think he's going to have some success moving the ball, throwing the ball, especially against an Atlanta pass rush. Uh, that is our passing defense that is that's 30th in the NFL. So this has Washington written all over it for me. All right, Baltimore favored by four minus 200 at Jacksonville. Jacksonville plus 165 over under 43 and a half. If there is a play I have on this game, it would be the under. Um, Lamar Jackson only needs about 21 points sometimes just to win a game because of the, the ground control. Uh, I like what uh, uh, Travis Etienne has done for the Jaguars on the ground. I just don't know if it's going to be enough, even though they're at home. So I, I, I do like Baltimore in the minus four. And I would look at that under a 43 and a half. What are you thinking? I've gone back and forth on this game a little bit. I, mm. It's hard to bet against Lamar Jackson and what the Ravens are capable of doing. They just haven't really shown that the last couple of weeks. Both of these teams want are going to want to run the ball more, but both of their run defenses are pretty good. Jacksonville coming off of a bye at home going to be possibly a little rainy in Jacksonville this weekend so you kind of have to factor that into it overall I just don't really have a strong handle or strong take on this game so this is one that I would just choose to to stay away from completely all right here's what we can do in 20 seconds Houston at Miami minus 14 should I even give you the minus 900 Texans plus 575 over under 47 the question is do they cover the 14 or no it's a big number, but 14, yeah, why not? Uh, I, <laughs> Texans, Davis Mills not playing. They haven't announced who their quarterback is yet. And then um, Miami, they're rolling. Their offense is, is fantastic. Tua's got too many weapons. And um, I guess Kyle Allen is uh, the quarterback for 
the Texans, which like, I mean, who's Kyle Allen? I haven't heard of him in a yeah. long time. So yeah, <laughs> I the points it, with the Dolphins. And finally, interesting game, Chicago at New York. Jets favored by six, minus 250, Bears plus 200, over under 38 and a half. Uh, Justin Fields, still some questions about him playing. Uh, no Zach Wilson. Do you see the Bears in the upset? Yeah, Chicago all the way. I live in Chicago, so I'm a Chicago fan. We bear down. That's the way I'm going to go. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.